I bet I shake them good. The very idea of turning back when we're this far along. They say they're going east in the morning. And they won't listen to us. It's mostly Pa's doing. He hadn't kept so everlastingly at the others. Maybe they wouldn't have agreed to going back so easy. It's just like men, folks. All is looking for the easy way out. Now, Maggie, I reckon they ain't no worse than the average. <laughs> The hearty cry of Hi-Yo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. Now to continue the story. A wagon train, led by Grant Elder, became disheartened after a series of misfortunes. First, a herd of buffalo swept through the camp, leaving destruction in its wake. Then hostile Indians were encountered. The men decided to return to the east, and when the Lone Ranger was unable to change their minds, he decided to investigate the Indians which Jim and Dan had seen. As our second act opens... The masked man and his faithful companion are dismounting at the foot of a small hill. I think the Indians must be camped just beyond this hill, Tonto. Mm-hmm. Trail. Trail shown, that. We'll try and get a look at them without being seen. Uh. Stay here, Silver. Come, Tonto.
Uh, not many, Injun. Only a few from the tracks we've seen. Hmm. There, boy. I see it. If we can get that fire without being discovered, we can hide behind it. Uh, Careful now. Here, boy. Uh. This is far enough. Look down below. Mm. There. Injun. But fewer than I'd expected. One will never see them before. Uh, but I could give a close guess as to who they are. Who you think? You remember the Indians who raided the Overland Station? Uh-huh. There were five of them. The soldiers have been hunting them for weeks. Uh-huh. You think them same color? And so do I. See? There are five in this group. If they were dodging the law, this is probably the direction they would have chosen. That's right. Come. We've seen enough. Hmm. Hello. Did you notice the location of their camp? Uh, Tonto. See. Gave me an idea. What? There. I don't want the wagon train to turn back. Mm, that'd be a bad thing. The men aren't cowards. But they've met an unusual number of hardships. That's right. Naturally, they're discouraged. They'll go on if we can prove to them that the dangers they fear are mostly imaginary. What? What we do, huh? Steady, Silver. Yep. Tonto, just as soon as it's dark, we're going back to where the wagon train is camped. Mm, that, that good. And there, I believe, we'll get some willing help for our plan. Come on, Silver. Get him up. Come on. Indignant at the attitude of the men, the women of the wagon train gathered in a separate group after the evening meal. Maggie, Jim Barton's wife, Cora, Silas Digby's daughter, and Jean, Dan Hardy's sister, voiced their resentment at what they considered the men's lack of resolution. I'd like to shake them good. The very idea of turning back when we're this far along. They say they're going east in the morning. And they won't listen to us. It's mostly Pa's doing. He hadn't kept so everlastingly at the others. Maybe they wouldn't have agreed to go on back so easy. It's just like men folks. Always looking for the easy way out. Now, Maggie, I reckon they ain't no worse than the average. <laughs> I ain't never heard that the average man was any great shakes. Well, if there was only something we could do. I've tried to talk to Dan, but when I say anything, he only grunts and says women don't understand things like men. And a good thing they don't. I was sort of hoping that mask man could argue them out of it. Wonder where he got to. Dan says he's likely some kind of a crook. A crook? I just wish we had a whole wagon train full of his kind of crooks. There was something about him. Oh, mercy oh, sakes, Jean. What the... Oh, oh, the masked man. The masked man again. Oh, uh, you give me such a start. I'd like to talk to you. I'll get Grant if you'll just wait a minute. I don't want to talk to Grant. Just answer this question. Do you women want to return to the East? No, of course we don't. Why, we were saying that when you come out. All of us women want to keep on. Would you be willing to do something that might persuade the men to continue? But what is it? I think I have a plan. If, if only you had. I'll need your help. Stranger, we women came out here so we could have the kind of homes we always wanted. Maybe you don't know it, but when a woman's got her heart set on something, she'd wade through wildcats to get it. Good. Now what do you got in mind? Listen to my plan. Wait until the men have gone to sleep tonight. And then... Now, 
do all of you understand clearly what you're to do? <laughs> when I think of how the men folks will look. <laughs> they can pull. I'll leave now. But don't forget your instructions. We won't. <laughs> Say, who was that I just seen you talking to? Uh, why, yes. Uh... You been up to something? Oh, now, Paul, we you... That masked man. Was it him? And what if it was, Silas? My sister. He's an outlaw, that's what. Women. Bah. You listen to every smooth-spoken crook that comes along. But when your own men folks try to tell you something for your own good, you don't hear no better than if he was deep. Sentries were posted at night to guard against a surprise attack by the Indians. The early watch was shared by Grant Elder and Jim Barton. We see them now as they sit together on the tongue of a wagon, rifles held loosely across their knees. Uh, seems like a shame, Jim. Huh? What does? Leaving this country, going back east again. You know, the more I see of the West, the better I like it. It's mighty pretty country, but it's just as dangerous as it's good to look at. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, you got any idea what was bothering the women tonight? Shucks. They was just mad because they couldn't have their own way. There's more to it than that. What makes you think so? Well, they was mad at first, all right. But later on, they was acting like maybe they had something up their sleeve. <laughs> You're just imagining things, Jim. Maggie was most likely trying to get you riled. Mm, maybe. What was that? I didn't hear nothing. Listen. <laughs> What's ailing you anyhow, Jim? You're as fidgety tonight as a girl at her wedding. I'd have swore I heard something. There weren't a thing. It's just the night being so black. The plains being so lonesome-like that's... Getting on your nerves. You talk like I was a scary kid. Where? You ain't it. Where? Over by the end of that wagon. Did you see it? See what? It was like a shadow. Come out of that wagon, then was gone. Just all of a sudden. By golly, you... There's another. Grant, I'm going to have a look. Oh, you blame fool. Maybe I am. But how do you know there ain't engines sneaking into camp? You see anything? Just a minute. You better come back here and make yourself comfortable. If you're going to jump every time you see a shadow, you won't be fit to live with. I don't know. Maybe my eyes are going back on me. I told you there wasn't nothing, didn't I? Yeah, Then but sit I... down and forget about it. Now, like I was saying, them women didn't have nothing up their sleeves at all. Why, right now, I'll bet they're dreaming in their sleep about going back east. during the remainder of the night. But shortly after sunrise, Silas Digby looked inside the covered wagon where his daughter Cora was supposed to be sleeping. Leaping lizards! 
What's the matter, Silas? Cora, she's gone. Ain't she there? You heard me, didn't you? But she's got to be. Well, she ain't. I just looked. But Jean's with her. Your sister? The two of them was going to stay together last night. Leastways, that's what Jean told me. Now, where in thunder could they have got to? Grant! Hey, Grant! You calling me, Silas? Come here! And hurry up! Something wrong? My girl Cora and Dan's sister Jean have disappeared. What's that you said? Who's disappeared? Jean and Cora. But where's Maggie? She was with them, aren't she? Maggie? Why, she said she was staying with them. Well, I'll be... Hasn't anybody seen them? Grant, do you recollect last night? Huh? Them shadows and that noise I heard. You don't suppose... That engine's got them? Oh, you're local. But I... What'd you say about engines, Jim? It was while me and Grant was keeping guard. I thought I heard a noise and seen some shadows by the wagons, but I couldn't find nothing. Didn't you look to see if the women folks are safe? Well, I we never figured the... anything was really wrong. They've been took by them redskins as sure as blazes. Come on! Where are you going? To get our horses. If them engines have got... Look at that! What in thunder? It's a masked man again. And look, the women are with him. What? And that ain't all. Huh? They're holding guns on engine. Engine? Can't you see them? Gene! Hey, Gene! Oh, silver! What's the idea? Them redskins. You're gone, Loco. We've been, we've been uh, doing your work for you. With the help of the masked man. You've been what? Oh, land sakes alive. Can't you understand plain English? Now look here, Maggie. Oh, I, I won't look here. It's you men that are going to do the looking and the listening. Here's the engines you were so scared of. The masked man helped us capture them. You women done that? There was no real danger, Grant. There were just five Indians. The women remained hidden with only the rifles they carried showing. Tato and I told the Indians they were surrounded, and they gave up. Well, well I'll be hornswoggled. Tato and I found their camp and thought of the plan. The women joined us during the night. At daylight, when the Indians could see the guns aiming at them from over the hill, we called on them to give up. And they did, too. They knew blame well we meant business. And these are the Indians who frightened you men. Made you decide to turn back. Well, I... It, uh, it seems sort of funny. The only thing funny about it is that you men were scared of something that us women fixed. Never mind them, Cora. I suppose they still figure the West is too hard on them. They'll be heading east again before the day is out. What do you say, fellas? I'll tell you what I say, Grant. We can't stand for women folks showing us up like this. If we turn back now, we'll be the laughing stock of everybody from here to Topeka. We gotta go on. You mean that, Jim? Yes. And we're going on right now. Yes, sir. You'll find all kinds of hardships on the trail ahead. Perhaps some of them will be worse than those you've already met. But this should prove that none are as bad as your imagination makes them. Stranger, you've proved that a plenty. And it was me that said he was an outlaw. <laughs> outlaw? Why, land sakes, this is the man we've been hearing about ever since we left home. He's the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. I'll be remembering that mask you're wearing, that white horse you're riding. <laughs> now, ain't that too bad. Move along. Get up there. Get up. That mask and horse is going to hang the whole bunch of you. <laughs>
<laughs> like I said, just wait till that other mask hombre meets up with the law. <laughs> The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.